Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to another interesting day at All Things Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Luke, Episode 5, and the title of the episode is Lottery. How's everybody doing out there today? I hope you're doing well. I'm doing good. I'm ready to go. And I also have a special guest, Soul Plain Dirt, in the building at All Things Basketball Podcast. How you doing, sir? I'm good. How are you, Coach Luke? I'm good. I'm good. Everything's well? Everything's good. All right. We're going to get into this lottery, right? Yes, sir. All right. This is interesting because I'm having my first guest, and he will be coming around often, you know, cameo and coming through here, giving his input in the game of basketball. And he also has a great basketball mind, so it's very good to have him in the building. So let's get it started. Oh, by the way, All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram, All Things Basketball on Facebook. Hit the email button if you need good training, young ladies and young men. Just get at me at those addresses, and we can we can handle a lot of things. We can get things started. All right? So let's get into episode five. All right, the lottery. Did you guys see the lottery last night? Wow. Wow. You know Coach Luke was pulling for those New York Knicks, right? But, hey, things happen. Things go on with these lotteries, and you never know where the balls will go. But Zion Williamson, it looks like, because, you know, once once you get into this lottery thing, the pieces fall, and then, you know, there's trades made before June 24th. We never know. Where he's going to land. You never know, right? What, what, what are you thinking? So, playing, what's happening here? You know, it's kind of funny to me. Uh, the whole format of how the lottery works now, you know, negates, you know, teams from tanking. Things that, you know, a, a, a model that kind of worked for the Philadelphia 76ers. They got players right. like Joel Embiid, right. uh, Ben Simmons, right. um, Markel Fultz as well. Right. You know, right. who they ended up trading to Orlando. Exactly. Um, so it kind of, it's kind of funny to me how it worked to where, you know, teams like the Lakers jumped in, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? To the top definitely, four definitely. when they were, you know, a few games away from making it to the playoffs. Exactly. So it was kind of weird to me. Um, right. but I actually, I actually enjoyed watching the lottery. It, yeah. it was pretty cool. You yeah, know what I mean? Was... I know it hurt for you as a long time Knicks <laughs> fan, but you know, I things happen. It. Things I happen. Felt I it. guess Patrick Ewing didn't I bring the, the good luck that y'all Yeah, we, you know, Pat was there, man. Mm-hmm. Pat was there. And we were thinking that, you know, we was going to come down with the number one pick, but it didn't happen. But we're number three. And with the number three pick, hey, you get a good player. You're going to get a good player. It looks like it might be R.J. Barrett. It looks like it might be R.J. Barrett. It very much well could be R.J. Barrett. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, what winds up happening once all these pieces are in place, there's a lot of trades made. There's a lot of trades made. And so we're saying it looks like because we just don't know what's going to happen from day to day now that the the verdict is in. But it was a very, very good uh, lottery. I mean, I was saying in the last episode, you know, that – all of the top picks would be glued to their TV, but they were there. Yeah. They were sitting front row yeah. and center. This is something is now. something new. Yeah. yeah, this is a big, big thing, and I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it also. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things I want to say is that I looked at Zion's body language. Mm-hmm. You know, when he first entered the room, he was um, smiling and shaking everybody's hand. And I think when the when the um when he found out 
he was p- going to be picked by um uh to, well not Toronto excuse me potentially potentially picked by New Orleans picked by, exactly mm-hmm. by New Orleans I looked at him and he, he didn't smile or anything he looked mm-hmm. a little a little off there yeah, but then again you just don't know maybe it's it's just something so new to him mm-hmm. he, I'm not saying he wasn't happy I'm just saying it it didn't show it didn't show that he was happy I believe um and that's a good point um. You know, I believe that more or less, I think anyone that's, you know, has a, the eligibility or the ability to be drafted into the NBA, the best league in the world, I think everyone's happy. Right. But when you go to a organization where your franchise player doesn't want to be there, I don't think you're too excited mm. to actually go to a place where there's kind of this mm. one, you know what I mean, where right. you don't know what's right. going to happen. Am right. I going to be there? Am I going to play with this person? What's the team going to look like? Right, it's right. It's the unknown. You know what I mean? So it's, it's kind of hard. Plus, then you put a place like New Orleans, which is a beautiful place. Of course. Beautiful of place. Course. But as right. far as media right. markets, it doesn't compare to places like New York, who have there better odds. Exactly. Um, a place like Chicago, right. who have better odds. Now, right. Los Angeles right. obviously didn't have better odds, but who wouldn't want to go How there? How did they sneak up in there? I really don't know. Again, like right, I said, I like the format of the draft process, of right. the lottery, right. but still it's a little weird to me. Yeah, it's yeah. I, you know, weird. I think what winds up happening is when you move pieces mm-hmm. like a year before mm-hmm. and then there's a team that – and when they move the piece, they say, well, if this team doesn't um, make it in the top five, then the other team – Gets that pick. Yeah. So I think that's what was going on. Well, that's exactly what happened. So yeah. So the team is yeah. picked that's supposed to be in the top five that right. automatically pushes a certain team in. And, so say yeah. uh, uh, the 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 Lakers were on the, the verge of making the playoffs, right? right. So if there's a certain right. team that shouldn't be in the top, I guess, the, the from eight to ten. Right. If they actually fall in that spot, mm-hmm. one of those teams that should should be there. Right. will actually move up and take their spot automatically. Wow. So wow. as you've seen from the draft lottery last night, mm-hmm. the Knicks was the last team left yes. out of those top yes. four. Definitely. So at least, you know, like I said, I joke about you being a long-time Knicks fan, exactly. but it went from, you know, disappointment because you didn't get the first pick. Of course. But at least it's still excitement because you got a third pick, the third yeah. pick, which yeah. still means you're going to get a, a top-tier player, top a franchise-changing player, right, exactly. for the next 10 years of their career. That's right. Right? That's right. But then also, just a little sidebar for mm-hmm. the Knicks. You know, a lot of Knicks fans don't understand. It's been years since you guys had, you know, uh, round one draft picks, right? Of first course. round draft picks. Of course. But this is going to be – the via, via Isaiah Thomas. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> this will be the first time um, that you guys have three years of consecutive first-round picks. Yes. And actually, yes. in 2021, you guys have two first-round picks via We're trade. Looking good. We're so looking you guys good. in the future are looking good and still yeah. have the ability to, to sign two max players. That's right. You know what I mean? That's so right. it's, it's like, a, like I said, you could be mad. Or right. disappointment, but, but you at gotta least be. it's changed with excitement. No, because I wouldn't even be disappointed right. with getting the third pick. Right, you right? gotta, you gotta because, be happy because Zion, right? The the, mm-hmm. the verdict is still out on him. Exactly. Right, because exactly. okay, yeah, you come into the league being the biggest or one of the biggest players as soon as you come into the league. But right. We know now you're going against grown men, so that it's kind of negates itself. It's gonna be different. Right. So right. how do you kind of counteract that? That's a jump shot. Right. Right. But right. we've seen. You know, um, everyone who watches, you know, high school basketball. And Zion has been a, a, a name for about two or three years now. Yeah, he's been phenomenal. But we know that he can't shoot. 
Right, right, right. Now he can't. He can't shoot, of course. That's all in the development of him as a young player. We've seen a player Mm -hmm. like him. Like, um, if you guys watch basketball, there was a player who actually got drafted to the Los Angeles Lakers that I like to compare him to a lot, not only because he's a lefty, yes. but Julius Randle. His low Randall. post moves, yeah. him, how, how much of a, a man child he was in college. Right. Was it's almost the same. He just is not as athletic. And you know what's so fitting? Now they'll be playing together. Yeah. Him and Julius Randle mm-hmm. are on the same team. Exactly, exactly. So that's, but that's, that's going to force one of them yeah. to actually have to step away because a lot of their, a lot of their, you know, efficiency is in right. the paint. Right, they have to spread the they floor. Have to. They're, they're kind of so you similar. They're so similar that somebody has to add something to their game. But you know what will add something to their game? See, we mm-hmm. talk about the, the lottery, and we didn't get to the Lakers having the fourth pick. We spoke on wow, it real exactly. briefly. Yeah. But with the Lakers yeah. having the fourth pick, it's almost right. like a shoe-in that Anthony Davis will be going to the Lakers. You really think so? To me, yeah. Right. Because, because yeah. before, you know, yeah. last year when they were, you know, they proposed <laughs> the trades, what happened was they felt like they weren't getting enough. Right. Um, the Lakers right. kind of felt like they wanted too much. Well, also, the Lakers really jumped the gun, I believe. Mm-hmm. They jumped the gun, and they got very verbal. Mm-hmm. You know, they started bringing in agents. They started talking. You know, Maverick Carter uh, is a very good agent, but they started talking a little too early. Mm-hmm. They started talking way before the trade deadline. And it's 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 not the norm in the NBA. So they, they did something. They did everything right, but they just did something that wasn't the norm in the NBA, they 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 were very vocal. You know what I mean? Well, you know what's funny? You say that, right? Uh, it, it's not. It. I would say this is funny. It's all things basketball. Yeah. Right? All but, things basketball podcast. Exactly. Say it a couple of times. <laughs> all things basketball <laughs> podcast. Hello. I might not let you come back on if you don't say it. <laughs> but yeah. now listen. Um, that's something that I would say is different for football where right. people voice their opinion or where they'd like to go, which is actually changing its its forecast in football as well, right, which I've right, seen it done more right. in basketball. And right. I, like you said, they did speak a little little too early. Right, right. But you got to let it be known. You, you know do what have I mean? to let it be known. But here's the thing. Part of the last collective bargaining agreement, that was implemented in it, where, where you can't talk about where you want to go or you can't talk about um, – what you what what you know your free agency per se? Of course, you can talk around it. Mm-hmm. Now the teams can say who they want to go after, mm-hmm. but the player himself can't really say. Well, you know, I want to go to the Knicks or I want to go to the Lakers. So when they opened up and started courting the situation of Anthony Davis, it just brought a whole light to the league. Of course, and one of the things is you know. Big market to small market, I think New Orleans was a little offended, mm-hmm. you know, because here it is. They want to keep the one superstar they got. And now, you know, you want to come in, snatch them. But not only do you want to snatch them that way, you you, you want to um, um, take them away from that market. Mm-hmm. But you're making it very vocal. That's what you want to do. Of course, of course. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't find it, you know, really being a problem with them, you know, voicing it. Mm-mm, I no. think I think um, 
What hits a little harder for them is that it, this would be the second franchise player that this would happen to. And then it would be going to the Los Angeles Lakers. Of course, David right. Stern, back when Chris Paul got traded to the uh-huh. Lakers, nixed that trade. Because right. I was going to ask you, like, well, it sounds like David Stern must own the, the, <laughs> the, the Hornets again. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Right. Excuse me, right. the Pelicans. Pelicans um, now, yeah. So it just kind of, it kind of, you know, just was kind of, I don't know, it made me and think it, of it. It again. brought you back yeah, to the Chris, Chris back, Paul exactly, situation. Chris Paul situation. Where the league got involved. So it's a little funny. But you got to understand, there's no, there's no real... There's no real comparison to a place like Los Angeles. You That's know what true. I mean? There's just no That's comparison. True. And in my last episode, I was mentioning that you, you got to understand the big markets, Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, the big markets have to do well. They have to do well. Boston, I can't leave that out. They have to do well. And so, you know, this this the thing, you know what I mean? So, yeah. It's funny, too, because, like you said, again, it's All Things Basketball Podcast, right? All so, Things Basketball Podcast <laughs> on Instagram, All Things Basketball on Facebook. Yes. Hey, download, like, hit the like button. Let's go, people. I got an excellent guest in the building of today. Course. Hello. All right. But, I'm uh, sorry. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no go, go, go on to your next go, well, you go. I, I mean, you know, you know, we want to recap the lottery, but, mm-hmm. you know, number two is Memphis. Mm-hmm. Number three is the Knicks. We were just talking about the Lakers at number four, man. Hey, it looks like the Lakers won the, won the whole thing last night. Mm-hmm. You know, just from my eye view. And then you have the Cavs at number five. You know, well, the, the, the NBA wasn't going to give the Cavs another number one pick. Oh, right, right. Dan Gilbert's son was there. Yeah. He looked so disappointed, <laughs> you know, because he's he's gotten how many? Three? Uh, three to four? Yeah. And so, he, I mean, that come last on. one wasn't Come on, buddy. That last one wasn't too good. Anthony Bennett, if you guys remember. Wow, that. Anthony Bennett. Where is he now? I believe he's overseas. Last time I checked, I checked his okay. Instagram. I always, okay. you know, try to see okay. what basketball players. UNLV, are doing. right? Of course. Of wow, course. and he, and he, I mean, he was a, a monster at UNLV. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, people. I tell you, the NBA is a whole different beast. A whole different beast. He's not going to push people around. It's like you said about Zion. He's not going to just be pushing guys around because this is the NBA. You know, it's a whole different beast. And everybody's professionals. And you and you and you're dealing with grown men. You know, you come in at eighteen and nineteen and you're dealing with grown men. And that's 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 the deal. That's the deal. Okay, and so Memphis, it looks like John Moran. It looks again, once this these teams are in place, all kind of things can happen, all kind of trades can happen. But it's looking like John Moran. And and that's a beautiful pick, being that at one point two years ago, Mike Conley, who's a great point guard, uh, for me he's more defensive minded, you know, as yes. one of the tops for me. Definitely. But definitely. He, him being paid forty million a year is a little that's um, crazy, a little much for me. That's right? crazy. So he was the highest paid player in the league at one point when he signed his contract. But hold up, that's let's go back. You're right, but here's the thing. He was the only marquee. They they knew they wanted to move uh, Marcus up. Mm-hmm. All right. So here we go with another all-star. And they're saying, we've got to keep one. Mm-hmm. The NBA. And so I think they, I, I hate to say overpaid him, 
But I mean, you know, I, I really it's believe what that's what that's it's what he deserves. Mm-hmm. But forty million is a lot of it's a, a lot, lot of money. Cake, but man. like you talk about collective bargaining agreements, just how right. you know different right. um, contracts are structured in the league now. Different yeah. type of money, TV deals. Yeah. So obviously salary cap yeah. increases. But yeah. that draft pick, if yeah. I were to to pick Ja uh, Morant, right, I would actually trade Mike Conley. Mm. Uh, okay, mainly because okay. I don't need him. So you won't leave him there to mentor job? No, because they have two different styles. Okay. They have two All different right. styles. Right. See, when Mike Conley came in the league, he wasn't always the facilitator. He wasn't always the scorer. Right. He was more the right. guy who, you know, I get what comes to me. Nuts you know and what balls. I mean? Yeah, he was but a I'm just, nuts and balls I'm just a right. good And he point still guard. is. Yes, he yes. Is. He's, uh-huh. he's a good point guard. Like, yeah. Honestly, he's a really, really good point guard. Right. What? You know, for me, like I said, they're just a little different uh-huh. because John Moran is more of a combo guard right. who can do everything a point guard could do. And he can also play a little bit of three. Yes, because he's tall enough. He's lanky enough. He has that length. He can play a little bit of a three. Okay, yeah. because if right. he, when he comes in the league, see, these are combo guards, right? So Damian Lillard was a combo guard before he went to Weber State. Now, being a, being a combo guard, he went to Weber State and became a better point guard. Right. CJ McCollum was a combo guard, went mm-hmm. to Lehigh, yes. but stayed the two. Yes. Okay. Ja Morant is a nice mix between both of them, and he has both attributes from both of them. I think right. he's a mix between right. both of them. Okay. Um, okay. Where he could really score, but he can facilitate actually better than both of them. Yeah. He can facilitate yeah. better yeah. than both of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then definitely. you pair him with Jaron Jackson, their last year's first round pick, number four. Right. That's a perfect right. young duo. Right. Right. And then you can right. build around them. Like I said, they if you trade. They got a nice young nucleus. Yeah. But who's the coach that picked um, Bickerstaff, right? No, Bickerstaff is actually, he got fired uh, this year. Wow. They, they didn't retain him. They didn't I think retain they're still, him. That's why he's up for the Michigan job. Yeah, because they're still, okay. they're still okay. um, right. conducting right. interviews and everything like that. So okay. All right. It's, it's All still, right. you know, up still in the air. Still up in the air who's going to be the that's coach. A major, that's a major factor. In, and know, who's the coach? Because, yeah. you know, you're he, getting John Morant. He's going to be your floor general. So it's going to be important. Exactly. Because the yeah. coach, more than anything, taps into your potential. Right. See, we know what you could do. That's why we're drafting you. But right. we're tapping into something that you couldn't find, but I seen in you. Right. That right. I could bring right. out of you. That's so you exactly. need the right coach. You the definitely. Coach, the coach matters. Definitely. The, the coach, coach matters. And I, I always say that on All Things Basketball Podcast. Mm-hmm. You have to have good coaches in place. Have to. You have to at all times because that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go from A to B. People can look at talent all day long. But if you don't have the right coaches in place, you're not going to be successful. You're really not going to be successful. Yeah. You know, and that's a good thing. Um, you know, yeah. But the Lakers, look, you know, they they can they can package some young players now. They will. You know, they and I believe, yeah, I believe they, they will. will. And what's so funny, you had Kyle Kuzman on the podium. And he's one of the guys that they're talking about. Well, he could tell. You know, he could tell right, he got he the could see it in his face. face. Well, well, it looks like I'm packaged with this, huh? <laughs> looks like I might be going. You know, once they got the fourth pick, he said, oh, boy, was this a setup? <laughs> Seems like it. Seems like it. Wow. So Kyle Kuzman might be going, but we just don't know. Listen, I know one thing. With Jason Kidd on the staff right now, it doesn't look like um, Lonzo. Lonzo Ball's going anywhere. Lonzo Ball needs to go. 
You think so? Lonzo Ball needs to go. He needs to. Uh, he needs to get out of LA. It's really? too much for him. I wow. believe his dad put wow. too much on him. Yeah, his dad put yeah. way too much yeah, on him in that type of market. Yeah, it was just way too yeah. much. And for you not to show up, I mean, he's been injured now. We might have a difference of opinion on that one. Okay, so I, I think because I think he's, we've, we've, we've had this conversation before. Yeah, we've we have. Yes, we have. Where, he's where been up said, and down. Listen, because I like Kuzma. I, <laughs> I really like. Kuzma. I love. He's you know what player. I mean? Yeah. But as in regards yeah. to those two, because they got drafted in the same year, right? Kuzma was better, but he was better because there was no expectation. Remember, I told you I didn't even think Brooklyn should let Kuzma go. Yeah, no, for sure. I really didn't think so, and that surprised me. For sure. And that's why it it actually is a good thing for the Lakers because, look, we get get Kuzma from Brooklyn. He's the 23rd, 24th pick, right? Right. We're about to pair him with the number four pick who could be anybody. Uh, You take one of our young young players, uh, Brandon Ingram. Right. And then we're going to get, you know, one of the best big men in the league. Arguably top three, you know, right, four or right. five in the league. You wow. know, anyone would take yeah. Anthony Davis. Of so course. if you think about it, you still of came up in some way. You did. You did. You know really, what I mean? I, really. I got what I needed out of you, Kuzma. Right. You, did, you showed me what you can do. And we can't forget King James. Yes. Yeah. Well, listen, we cannot forget him. King James is right of there. Course. So, you know, and they want to make him happy in these last mm-hmm. three to four years. Of course. Because you never know. He might run, ride off into the sunset mm-hmm. after these next three or four years because he's done it all. Well, he wants to you play know? with his son. So that's really? what's going to happen. Yeah. Wow. Well, as I did state at the beginning of the podcast, okay. the yeah. Knicks have two picks in 2021. Right. I don't know if you realize, but with the new collective bargaining, right, there's going to be some new rules. Obviously, the one and done will be thrown out. Thrown out, Which right. will then give players um, like LeBron James' son, right. you know what right. I mean, the ability to go straight from high school to, to the NBA. Wow. Zaire Wade, Dwayne Wade's son. Wow, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? These guys gives him a chance. Up. To go. To go. You know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. it's almost like that Ken Griffey Jr. with Ken Griffey Sr. thing. Where, it's where like they play together. Play each other. Wow. Yeah, that's going to cool. be something. It would be good that's to watch. That's going to be something, let me know how old I am, mean, too. But, you know it's I mean? okay. It's all right. But I never thought of it like that. But I tell you, you know, I, I never was a fan of, um, I always felt if you were good enough, mm-hmm. straight out of high school, and you could hold your own, then you should be able to play at a professional level. You should be able to make your, you know, your money at a professional level if you can hold your own. See, now that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother episode. Oh yeah, this all yeah. I'm, basketball but, podcast. Right. I'm pretty sure we, we're not gonna, you know, be able to get through everything. No, but that's no. why you're gonna come but back. Of course, of course. <laughs> but now you have to understand. You say if you can hold your own, I don't care that you're six ten and you're two fifty. Right? No. If you can't use that 6'10 and 250 pound frame That's right. to the best of your ability in the That's league against exactly. grown men, then it doesn't matter. You exactly. know what I mean? A lot of times it was intangibles. You know, right. uh, people like Gerald Green, it took him 10 years to really come back and show what he really could do. Could do. And that yeah. was going, stints of going overseas, the D League, things like that. I believe. It's a journey. It's I believe. Journey. I believe the best thing for them to do is just like other sports, like soccer and baseball, is have. Maybe a minor league. That's why well, that's the, the, G, G, the G League G has league affiliates, right. right? So right. I'd rather actually instead of going so to college. So do you think? Do you think they should go college, into the G League for one year? Go to G League, yes. Okay, if you don't want right. to college, so but now here's the thing I want to ask you: How does the contract structure go? The is it going to go like the um, national? Is it going to go like Major League Baseball? Where they sign the big contract, mm-hmm. but that's part of it. You have to in, 
integrate into the D-League first. That is part of it. That is part of it. Unless okay. you literally okay. show me. Right. Unless you show me. And and what I mean by showing me is through practice. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Training okay. camp and things like that. It's like, okay, yes, I know I have a pick because I'm, I'm banking on the future. That's what a pick is for. It's for the future. It's right. not always for the present. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So I'm banking on you for the future, but I want to make sure when I put you out on this court, mm. you're at the top you're at the top of your game. Of your game. You're at the you know top what I mean? I tapped game. into your potential. You know what I mean? And you right. reached the top. The we're peak, at the top you know? of your game. Listen, we have we're having a great, great conversation, ladies and gentlemen. It's wonderful. Beautiful. We're doing a we're doing a whole recap of the lottery last night. If you didn't watch it, you should be listening to All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram, All Things Basketball on Facebook. Hit the email button. Mm-hmm. Share your comments. Download questions, you know, concerns, hey, anything. Anything. Follow me, I'll follow you. You know, that's my motto. You know, <laughs> and hey, let's keep it going. Please. All right, so playing, what's going on? We got, all right, the Cavaliers at five. Cavaliers uh, at five. Cam Reddish. Yeah. They're looking at Cam Reddish hard. All right, but now here's the thing about Cam Reddish it's iffy. And, and I, I think that's wrong because he had. When when Zion went out, Cam Reddish really balled. Yes. All right, but then you know a lot of people keep bringing up the NCAA tournament mm-hmm. and and the, his play in the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. Well, how many games was that? Three games. Yeah, three, four. Games. I mean, come on, we're talking about a kid that can shoot lights out, and he's going to have eighty or plus games to to really get it right. Legit six eight. And and, and legit six eight. And then again, guess what? He's a young kid. Mm-hmm. He's a young mm-hmm. kid. He's That's still the, all of these guys are still in the developmental stage. R.J. Barrett is the youngest one. He he they're he all, a year. Yeah. He, he moved up a year. They're all in the developmental stage. So to to label these young men, you know, well they're in the position, you know. So you know, you, it's like dissecting in the, or, or what you say, an operation. <laughs> you know, so the thing is, they're in the position for you to say, well, he can do this and he can't do that. But I just think it's kind of harsh because of three games in the tournament, now you're saying, well, he might drop. We want him at five, but he might drop to 12 or 15. Okay. And if you, if, if you have the insight like that, you know what you do? You move your pick back then. That's the guy yeah. you want. You move yeah. it back a couple of spots. Move it back. You know, they have the intel. They, they It's it's a little community. But you got to watch that, though. Moving back. Yeah. Because. Not too much, though. But say if I was a guy, uh, any team, and I would say, oh, I'm, I'm going to pick them at uh, 15. Mm-hmm. I might really pick them at 5 to yeah, throw you throw off. You of course. Of course. Uh, of right, course. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I don't know who, you know, who the Cavs really need right now. Um, There's a few people that I would say they could pick. You know, Jared Culliver, um, the guy from Texas Tech, he was a right. shooting guard. He's, you know, right. obviously 6'6". Six, six. Uh-huh. Um, DeAndre Hunter is pretty good. Right. Uh, he was about 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, uh-huh. And then we have uh, Kobe White, the point guard. Now, okay. I wouldn't really draft him, mainly because we have Colin Sexton there. You have a point guard, exactly. But right. you just never know. You never know. You just never know. Well, I tell you what, you never, you never can have enough of good point guards. Of course. So, you know, you're right about that. You're right about that. You know what I mean? That's that's a good thing. But um, yeah, the Cavaliers. I, 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 one minute they're saying Cam Reddish, and now they're saying he might drop to fifteen. That's like that's crazy to me. You know what I mean? But hey, 
you know, that's part of the NBA. You know what I mean? And you just got to be ready for it. You know, that's part of the NBA. You just got to be ready for it. The Western Conference Finals. Mm. Wow, what a game. Mm. Steph Curry, the Splash Brothers in general. <laughs> wow, they just – but you know what? You guys know Coach Luke picked Portland, and I'm still sticking with Portland. The reason why I'm sticking with them, it just didn't look like their legs were under them. They just came from a game seven. Right. They, you know, they, you know relax. Pump the, pump the brakes, people. Coach Luke's pick is still right there. Yeah. Okay. You know, Dame Dollar, C.J. McCullough, I'm still right there. They might get one game, people. I'm telling you right now. Remember Soul Plane said it. One huh? game. Huh? One game. I mean, because to, to be honest with you, you know, they got they got pieces. <laughs> uh, you know, they're like, these are the two best backcourts in the league to me. Right. You know what right. I mean? Exactly. The only difference... The one-up that Portland has is the ability to go, you know, penetrate, to dribble the ball, right. get into the paint, you know, right. slice and dice the defense. Because right. C.J. McCullough right. has way better dribble than um, Clay Thompson. Of course. Um, right. You know, and Damian Lillard's bigger, you know what I mean, than Steph Curry. So he does a little he more. He was off last. Oh, boy, was he off. They don't have their legs. You could tell from the jumpers. A lot of the jumpers looked flat. You know, yeah, in the front right. of the rim. It was like yeah, things were short, yeah. and they were second-guessing. Like, when you yeah. play the Warriors, you can't be indecisive. You have to know what you're going to do. First of all, basketball, you have to know You have to doing. be ready. You know it's, what I mean? It's, it's instinct. It's the you, move. You got to go. Listen, yeah. if I'm a score, I'm a score. You right. know what I mean? You, you don't want to think guessing. you're going to score and want to pass because then you're going to affect what you're really doing. Right. So, you for me, guess. when I was watching it, I seen a lot of indecisiveness. And you can't do that with the Warriors, especially with the way they play. They run an right. up-and-down game. With no KD, it's right. more, it's back to the, the Warriors of a few years ago. Minus, right. they don't have the role players as they did before. Right, right. But just like Popovich, you know, you can kind of just plug anyone into it. And, 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 and they go. And, and I, okay. I looked at their bench. Wow. Mm -hmm. Golden State just, you know, Coach Kerr just unloaded the bench. Everyone. I mean, when they were hitting threes, I said, what's going on here? You know, I mean, they really look like the champs, man. And they are the champs. They are. They look like the champs last night. But it's only game one, people. It's only game one. They will only get game three in Portland. Really? Only game three in Portland. I think they'll get the next game. You know what? I want them to get the next game only because Dame is from Oakland. Right, right. It's a homecoming. Right, right. It's a homecoming he had season tickets growing up, so and I cool. also don't think you'll see another game like that from Dame Dollar. Okay, I don't. I Dame think, time? yeah, okay. I don't think. I think he's going to really, you know, prevail. It's, it's hard. We'll I see. think he's really going to prevail. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what do you think of Draymond though? Like, do you think he's the catalyst? Is he is he the one, or or, or are they going to have to? You know, Steph is going to have to give you thirty five to forty every night because they did win by twenty points. They won by twenty. So was they that like was 20. that just adding it on at the end of the game, or was that really did they beat them? Because I because there were certain times where it was close. Like if if Rodney Hood didn't hit that three at the end of the quarter, the first right. quarter, they would have been up by seven. They was up right. by three. Well, I I, I think I mean, towards the I think towards the th end of the third, mm -hmm. I think Portland started looking at the tea leaves and they started folding a little bit. Not to make any excuses. You're professional. I, I just you know hey. I just think they started folding uh, just a little bit mm -hmm. and like folding the tent and saying, listen, we got game two. Okay. All right. We tried our best. 
And I even even at the end of the third quarter, I really believe as a professional, like you said, it's too early. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen. And I didn't like that, but I, I, I saw it, and I didn't like it. And not only can anything happen because we're all competitors, you know what I mean, but you also can figure out a few things as the game goes on. You can right. figure out a lineup. You can figure out a player who might not yeah. get any playing time, who, yeah. who isn't scouted by the Warriors or something, who can come in and be like, oh, well, this guy can actually play. Like Jake Lehman. Right. Uh, they drafted him like three or four years ago. He's actually really good. He can stretch the floor. He's a he's a he's a over he's not an oversized, he's a bigger three because he's six ten. Yeah. You know what I mean? But a little linky, yeah. but he can stretch yeah. the floor, he can still, right. you right. know, right. get up and down. He can do what he has to do. Of course. But those are the type of players that I need to see show something. You know what I mean? That's right. what that garbage time should be for me, is to see, okay, do you want to play? Because right. obviously right. When we have this person out here, we're losing by 15, 20. Right. What do you want right. to do? So what it'll show me a few do? different things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That, but of that's, course. That's interesting. That's very interesting. I tell you, man, this is some good stuff, people. All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. All Things Basketball on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Hit the email button. Again, we got great, great coaches that can get you out there. And it's good to get out there now so that by next season, your, your game will be in progress quite a bit. You know, it's That's good to you get you out there right now. You want to get out there and work on your game, all right? But right now, our big focus right now on this podcast is lottery and the teams that are, you know, that's the name of the episode. But right now, we're into the Western Conference Finals. And I also think they should have played Seth Curry a little more. You think so? I mean, I think so. He shot one fake. I think fade. so. He played, I know, but defense. Defensively? I'm starting to see where he, he, he's making his mark. Mm-hmm. Defense. Now, he's a heck of a shooter. Mm-hmm. But defensively, and especially especially game six and seven in the Denver series, mm-hmm. I started looking at him more defensively. Now, can he shoot that three? Well, that's a Curry gene. <laughs> but, I mean, defensively, Seth Curry, I really believe should have been on the floor a little bit more. Gotcha. I don't know. You know, that that's my thinking. All right, people. Eastern Conference Finals. Milwaukee in Toronto. Kawhi Leonard is playing phenomenal. I believe he's playing the best of any player in the playoffs right now. Any player? Any player. Giannis is right there. But I still believe Kawhi Leonard is showing what he's all about right now. I mean, listen, Coach Luke, I believe that's only because <laughs> Look at that's there you only go. because Kevin Durant is out now with the calf strain. Okay. All um, right. I don't and know. And when he was playing? He was averaging 36 points a game. 36 points a game. All right. Seven rebounds. Okay. Four assists. All right. All right. You know what I mean? Right. So, for me, it would still be Kevin Durant. But, okay. You know what I mean? Being that he's out right now. I, right. I may want to side with you, and that, that could just be off of the game seven shot. Game seven. I'm going to say, hey, well, you look, know what? It, it involves a lot, man. Yeah, of course. And, and, and one of the things that happen when you get people talking about it's the most heroic shot in the franchise history, you're really doing something. Yes, so yes. maybe it has captivated me to say, listen, <laughs> he is right now, in my opinion, you know, it's apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. That's why I love having you here. Yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, is that I just think, Right now, he's willing a lot of games. He's just he's just taking over. He's taking over, you know? Well, what I would like to see him take over now and will the game on is defense. 
I don't want to see anyone guard Giannis Antetokounmpo other than Kawhi Leonard. Do not put Pascal Siakam on Giannis Antetokounmpo. In the four games that I watched this year. That's going to wear Kawhi down. It doesn't matter. Wow. In the four games that I watched, Kawhi probably guarded him 15 to 20% of the time. And that's in four games. Right, right. That's um, uncalled for. That's something that I don't want to see. I want to see the best go against the best. You are the claw. You've won two defensive MVPs, uh, defensive player of the year. I think you're going to see him on on Giannis a little bit more this time. Okay. Maybe that was like a little plan just to show you what we do. Yeah, yeah, to let it all out. Let it all out right now. Because you know it's win or go home right now. And and I don't think Nick Nurse is going to sit back and his best defender, you know, because Kawhi is a heck of a two-way player. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to he's sit back. I don't think he's going to sit back and, and with his best defender not sticking the best guy on the other team. But like you said, it's going to expend energy and it's going to affect the offensive end. Definitely. It right? really will. But really if will. you're not a guy who is just jacking up threes, running around screens and things like that, when, right. you, when you can handle the ball and get to your spots – I feel right, like it's a little right. different for you. You know what I mean? It's like a right. it's like a Steph Curry. Steph Curry doesn't right. guard the best players. Number one, defense isn't his main thing. Right. But what he does in offense, he needs as much energy as he can to get around right. certain things because right. he's not always setting up his shot. Right. You know what I mean? Somebody's exactly. kind of just setting it up for setting him, but he's getting ball. open. Right. But Kawhi Leonard actually can put you in the post. Oh yeah. His mid range is good. He can do it you know all. What I mean? He can so, do it all. And yeah. his top of the key three is like one of the best. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now now we're talking about the two gems in the series, mm-hmm. but I want to tell you something. This is going to make the difference. If Kyle Lowry mm-hmm. does not play the best series of his life, Toronto might be in trouble. Now y'all all know I got Toronto and Portland in the finals. But I'm going to tell you right now, Kyle Lowry does not get up on Eric Bledsoe and play the best series of his life. Uh, I mean, Toronto could be in trouble. They could be in trouble because Eric Bledsoe's a dog, man. Big and bronze. he's going he's to keep coming at you. <laughs> and, if he can, and the thing about Bledsoe is if he can get physical with you and, you, and he gets an inch on you physically, he's going to take a mile. So you better be ready, Kyle Lowry. You better be ready tonight. And what's even crazier is that, obviously, with, uh, you know, Eric Bledsoe, he's a more physical guard. Like I said, they call him baby LeBron, right. you know, because right. of his size. But right. then uh, once he subbed out, you have a, a point guard like Malcolm Brogdon, who is legit 6'5". That's right. So not only does strength play a part when you have Eric Bledsoe, but now length, all right? And Kyle Lowry hasn't been shooting good for the last four playoffs, yeah, I would say. Yeah, the last four yeah, years in the playoffs, he yeah. hasn't shot well. And you know what? So, playing, listen, I spoke about this in episode four. Mm-hmm. The big thing with Kyle Lowry, he shot a three-pointer. And I, I don't mean to repeat myself, people, but he <laughs> shot he shot a three-pointer. He didn't put his head down, but he was looking at the floor. That shows me a, you're a little defeated mentally. Of course. And and I don't need you to do that. I need you to go back on defense, head up, chest out, and be ready. Whether you shoot an air ball, whether you miss a shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times do you miss a shot? And if you keep your head up, you'll be able to intercept the ball exactly. and come right back down. Exactly. So you can't put your head down. <laughs> but back to Kyle Lowry, 
he has to perform the best series of his life for Toronto to go further than they have and to can go. I just add one more thing I sure. know we did talk about sure. Pascal Siakam right yes you're saying he has to uh, Kyle Lowry has to have the best series of his life yeah. I believe that Pascal Siakam has to have the best offensive series of his short NBA career thus far. Right. Why? Because you talk about confidence. He hasn't done anything oh, most right. of these playoffs, right? That's right. He hasn't shot well, um, right. and it's kind of affected his overall game. He's a he's a poor man's Giannis Antetokounmpo. Right. When he gets to right. the rim. He gets in he transition. Gets right. You know what right. I mean? And forces right. mismatches and things like that. Okay. But now he's not playing the same way because he's not in the flow and it's kind of weird. But yeah. we all know basketball yeah. is like a confidence type yeah, of sport. Yeah. Right. So but but you could tell by his body language. He has right. to stay aggressive. No matter what happens, just stay aggressive. I don't well, you care know, if you miss. They gotta feed him. They have to feed him. But I'm not gonna feed you if you're not aggressive. That's like the That's person true. standing over in the corner. It's That's like, true. all right, do you want to play or not? Because I'm going to give you the ball. Because yeah, right. I can do everything you're doing right that now. That you're doing. So you got to get aggressive. You exactly. have to. Pascal Siakam exactly. has to stay aggressive. Right. No matter what happens. I don't care if, like you said, shoot Stay aggressive. Right. Your game right. is your game. And I also think they need to, you know, you know, I love Serge Ibaka. He's mm-hmm. never been a guy that wants the ball all the time. But when he gets on the boards like that, you know, you, you remember Dennis Rodman. He mm-hmm. never wanted the ball either. Now, I'm not comparing Sergi Baca to Dennis Rodman. People. Yeah, One of the things I'm saying, though, is when you're rebounding at the rate Sergi Baca has been rebounding, dump the ball down to him. Mm-hmm. Hey, he makes it. He makes it. He misses it. He misses it. But let him know he's involved other than the rebounding. Because then you get about five or six more rebounds. Mm-hmm. This is the thing, people. Mm-hmm. You you get Sergi Baca the ball. Not a lot. Because he's not going to ask for it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, if you dump it to him, hey, I'm looking for you, big guy. I'm looking for you. I, mm-hmm. I know what you're doing for I us. See you. mm-hmm. I know what you're doing for us. Mm-hmm. Stay on them boards, whether you make the shot or not. Stay on them boards. So that that's another thing. Well, you know, you know? me, man. I'm, I'm one of those type of guys. I don't care if you don't pass me the ball because I'll get the ball from a rebound. You're supposed to. You know what I mean? Because everyone's going to miss. Right, and you ain't gonna out rebound me. You're not gonna get better position than me to get that ball. That's right. You know what I mean. That's so you gotta, you gotta have play. to kind of have to want that more than anybody. And I've seen that a lot. I want him to step up a little more defensively, though. Right, right. Okay. And new hire news. We have one new hire in the WNBA. We have a new commissioner. We have a new commissioner. Her name is Kathy Engelberg. She's taking over for Lisa Borders. Um, Lisa Borders, who stepped down in October as the WNBA commissioner. This is the new commissioner, Kathy Engelberg. She played at Lehigh University under uh, Muffet McGraw, who's now the head coach of the Notre Dame women's team. So congratulations to Kathy Engelberg on the new hire, uh, the new WNBA commissioner. All right? So that's one thing. That's a wonderful thing. All right? I want to touch on something. Mm-hmm. We spoke briefly about um, Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you look at this soul plane, but I'm hearing a lot of things from Draymond Green and Clay Thompson, mostly in their interviews. Maybe the question's being asked, but if I was Kevin Durant, I would probably feel a certain kind of way. I would think they would be saying, well, we can't wait to get him back. But they are saying that. We can't wait to get him back. We can't wait for him to get back on the floor. 
two things they're not saying. We need him, and he's one of the best players in the game. But what they are saying is we can beat teams without him. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like a cry song. And I'll tell you, as a superstar like Kevin Durant, if you're not talking about um, please get back as fast as you can, KD, we're waiting for you and we need you. You're our teammate and we love you. The more you're talking, the more I'm hearing is that, and only from two individuals, Clay Thompson and Draymond Green, that, um, you know, we can beat teams without Kevin Durant. I told you guys, we can we can do it without him. Mm-hmm. And he can opt out after this season. He is. He's a new so player. you have to be very, very delicate. Remember I said it here, Soul Plane, S-O-L-E-P-L-A-N-E. I said it here first. Per my sources, Kevin Durant will be a New York Knick. Wow. And I knew this five months ago. Really? Yeah. Okay. He will be a New York Knick. You know, that's making Coach Luke happy. Yeah, he will be a New York Knick. It's pretty much a done deal. He's actually I'm so glad we had him on the show, people. (laughs) He's actually already been, you know, trying to, um, what is it called? When you're uh, trying to get people to come to the... uh, to, what is what? it? Uh, what recruit, excuse me. Recruit? Tr- yeah, trying to recruit people to the New York Knicks. Huh? So it's already a oh, done okay. deal. Um, you can kind of right. tell by the way they're playing. You touched on it a little bit where they're not saying that we need him because they already know what it is. Oh, but they also want to okay. show the NBA and Clay, being that this is his contract year, that I am the guy. You know, we can do it without right. you. You came here. You came here, and we were a championship before team you. before you got here. We had the best record ever. Right, before you. before you got here. You know right, what I mean? Right. So it's more or less just like um, just letting it be known that, hey, we don't need you. You know, just bow out. You can go about your, your day. Right. You know what I mean? You'll get right. this 3 P and then okay. you do what you have to do. Okay. He's almost taking the LeBron James route, right. which I don't right. really respect, but right. it is what it is. Well, why don't you respect it? Because, um, you know, I, said I don't this, follow. Not to cut you off, so mm-hmm. I said this before. In one of my episodes, mm-hmm. we do realize, even with him coming from OKC, OKC was more of his team than Golden State. Now he's in Golden State. Golden State is always going to be Steph Curry's team. Always. I don't care how many MVPs Kevin Durant gets mm-hmm. in the finals. Okay, um, Golden State. I'm sorry, people. It's always going to be Steph Curry's team. Of course. So, you revitalize that whole franchise. Right. You know what I mean? Back-to-back MVPs, regular right. season MVPs. Right. You know what I mean? One finals MVP. It exactly. makes sense. It makes exactly. sense. Exactly. Um, and they want to keep the Splash Brothers for the rest of their career. Of course. Steph's of not going to go anywhere. I be- Personally, it's still up in the air. Um, I believe, per my sources, once again, are they going to keep Boogie Cousins? They can't sign all four of these guys. They can sign Boogie Cousins. They can sign Boogie Cousins. Hmm. But what would happen to me is kind of up in the air, right? Because Clay Thompson wants to stay. Right. He's been here. He's set a mark. Right. But there's three max deal money there. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to be left out. I already told you, Katie's going. Okay, KD is the one. KD is the what? Right. What? <laughs> Here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Michael Thompson, Clay Thompson's father. He is one of the play-by-play announcers for who? The Lakers. The Lakers. I mentioned that in the series. Right. Wow, we're on the same. Um, 
He's from LA. There you go. Right? He born and raised. Well, there. yeah, he was he was born there. He was actually raised, uh, I believe, up a little north because he played with uh, Kevin Love on AAU. Oh, okay. So okay. He, was, he, right. he grew up a little, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But still, nonetheless, still on the West Coast, things like that. Right, right. I believe the Lakers still have a chance to get him. Um, the more you put people that can fit LeBron, his style Especially of catch and shoot. Wow. Catch and shoot for sure. Yeah. But yeah. but like you said, he doesn't he doesn't even demand the ball to be able to have to dribble to get to his spot. He can sit right. in the corner, which right. LeBron James kind of forces you to play like. Right. It, it kind of suits him. You know wow. what I mean? And then exactly. again, he'll have another person where he won't be the main guy. Because if you can remember, right. he wasn't even supposed to be on the Warriors. The Warriors okay. matched his ticket when uh the Timberwolves. Because, again, him and exactly Kevin Love. Exactly right. He was going to be Him and Kevin Love are really good friends. Right, right. They signed him, and the Warriors matched the deal. Matched the deal. Because he was a yeah. restricted free agent. It was after his rookie deal. Right, right. You know, so it's kind of weird. But, like I said, I believe he, if he's not on the Lakers, I, I believe he's 60% going to stay with the Warriors. Which I, I think so. And, and the reason why, I think um, – all of the things that's gone on with the Lakers, mm-hmm. I, I think it scared a whole lot of free agents. Mm-hmm. I mean, the front office is a mess. Yes. yes. I mean, and, and one of the things, it's a trickle-down effect. No one wants to to work for a horrible boss. Nope. You know, I love Jeannie Buss, but it's just the people around her. <laughs> I, I, I always say it, I love Jeannie Buss. It's just the people around her. You know, and, you know, it's, it's a known fact. And so... You know, you always want to have everything in order because then you're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to be successful. Follow me on All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram, All Things Basketball on Facebook. Hit the email button. Download me. Like me. Um, you know. Like, share, comment. All of it. Whatever you like to it. do, let us know. If you have anything you, you want to hear us talk about, not even me, because I'm just, uh, you know, I make cameos. But if you want yeah. Coach Luke to talk about anything, make a lot of cameos. let him know. You know what I mean? He's always open to suggestions, for sure. That's right. You guys know that. You guys know that. You know, we're going to keep it going. We're going to keep this thing going. I mean, um, so what is your pick before we get out of here? It's been a wonderful, wonderful Episode episode five. I want to know, Soul Plane, what's your pick for the finals? What's my pick for the finals? The two oh, teams, man. the two teams, and then the winner. I kind of know it, but you know, let the audience know. Toronto, <laughs> t- Toronto. We are on the same plane with that one. With uh, Golden State. Oh. Okay. And um, different plane on that one. Yeah, just a different plane. It's okay. Right. It's okay. Right. Okay. Same destination. Right. But <laughs> the, the the obviously we're gonna see a three peat um, for the first time since the Lakers. You know, wow. what I mean? With the best big man ever, Shaquille O'Neal. Uh oh. Hey 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 <laughs> hey hey. But we ain't. We ain't Didn't we see the best big man last night as a lucky charm? But he didn't. Lucky charm. I didn't hey. see Hakeem Olajuwon. I, I didn't see him. I don't know. Patrick Ewing. You talking about inside the NBA? Was no, it, it was Shaq on the lottery. On oh, the lottery. No, I didn't. I, I no, we joke. That. We joke like this all the time, people. Don't worry but, um, about it. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be uh, the Warriors, and it'll be the Warriors in six. In six. In six. Okay. In six. All yep. right. Who do you all got, right. Coach Luke? I got. Uh, you know, as my listeners know, I got Toronto. 
and I got Portland. Mm. And it's kind of a toss-up, but I would go with Toronto in seven. In seven? Seven. I'm going to go with Toronto in seven. Mm. That's my pick. Okay? That's a good pick. It's a good pick. And good it, pick. Again, it's been a pleasure. Always. Don't be a stranger, man. Mm-mm. I mean, this was wonderful. We did the whole lottery recap. I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Uh, you didn't have to hear Coach Luke talking the whole show. We had a lot of great input. So playing is in the building. And he's going to always come through once in the blue, you know. Once, You know, he knocks, but sometimes I don't answer. <laughs> but anyway, you know, it's been a ball. Again, All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me there. I'll follow you. All Things Basketball on uh, Facebook. Hit the email button. We got a lot of good, good coaches, a lot of good trainers. If you want to get your game right, all right, download, like, share, comment. And, uh, you know, we're out. God bless.